Welcome, cadets and captains, to another episode of M-Class Podcast, the show where we boldly go to your mom's house. Shit, she isn't home, but we're gonna get naked anyway. <laughs> we'll get naked and just keep going until she gets there. Oh my god, who is jacking off in my den? <laughs> That's your mom. Yeah, fuck yeah, thought that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Halloween episode. Welcome to Spooky Vision. Uh, Wrong this is, podcast. This is still M Class. I'm Jeff. There is a storm coming, and it's coming for you. It's coming for us all. I'm Josh. As far as we. That's crazy loud, dude. Yeah, it's it's uh this show is not gonna happen, probably. So This is gonna be this is gonna be crazy. Let's see. If uh if I cut out and we can't do the show, we'll get Rich to do it, right? In my place on a different day and just use my intro and then cut me out whenever I lose power and then just put Rich in and don't say anything about it. Just don't even <laughs> reference it. I was thinking we could just put this episode out like this, and then just leave it like this. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> today, uh, for as long as God will let me, we're going to be talking about Voyager Season 5, Episode 8, Nothing Human. They're coming for you, Jeff. They are. <laughs> the Cubert aliens are coming for me. Quizblark. To sting her into my organs. Yeah. Uh, This episode was written by Jerry Taylor, who uh, we've talked about as supervising producer and then executive producer for TNG's fifth and sixth seasons. Is she the horny one? No. I don't think so. Which one's the horny one who likes to be like... Brandon Braga. Well, yes, but... (laughs) (laughs) Which one likes to, like, have, like, fantasies about, like, native people and shit? You're making God angry. You can hear. <laughs> well, what else is new? Um, the uh, the thing about her is that she was the executive producer and showrunner for the final year of TNG, and we know how that went. Yeah, not and well. Then she was the co-creator of Voyager, and we know how that went. Yeah, not super well. Uh, so I'm not. The, I guess I'm not the biggest fan of Jerry Taylor's writing, but... Oh, no, actually, she wrote the drumhead. Never mind, she's the best. Yeah, she. D- it's like every one of them has, like, a, a home run, and then... This is true. They get, like, a season of work, and they're like, Damn. never mind. She uh, she wrote I, Borg. She wrote uh, Chain of Command Part 2, which we did yeah. recently. Uh, Night Terrors, which is a funny episode. Um... Which one's that one? Fucking, she wrote Sub Rosa, which is the funniest episode. Yeah, that's the sex candle. Everybody loves a sex candle. So she's not a, a pervert? She wrote Sex Candle. Uh, Yeah, she's pervert. She did, like, there's a whole part that cut out where she sticks the candle up her butt and lights it like they do in those comic books. What? <laughs> Let's move along. Mm, I don't think so. I want to... <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot here and be like, please. Isn't that, like a, isn't that a hentai thing? Is that not a hentai thing? Oh, comics. I see. Yeah, com- yeah. Art. It's art, Jeff. <laughs> it's called hentai, and it's and art. It's art. <laughs> this episode was directed by David Livingston, I presume. <laughs> oh, 
who you know what i hope the power goes out we should end it on that there. should have been the final joke the, uh, the best joke ever made but um david livingston directed two next gen episodes 17 deep space nine episodes 28 voyager episodes and 15 enterprise episodes making him the most prolific director in the star trek franchise good job which is uh that's 62 episodes total by the way that's the sex number it's close enough you ever do a hot 62 they do that in hentai a bunch uh, with is that the candle in the ass and then light it's, it? Yeah, candle in the butt, light it, and then there's a two involved. Two in the pink, I guess. All I, I know, know <laughs> all I know about hentai is that Quiz Blart is in a lot of them. The alien Quiz, from this episode. <laughs> Quiz Blart is his brother. Quiz Blork. Oh, Quiz Blork. Okay, he's, Quiz Blart he's asexual. Top. Quiz Blart's the fuck boy. Quiz Blork is uns- is asexual. Yeah, he's the star of this episode. Yeah, Quiz Quizblork only loves organs and organ power. He's like my uh, my like serums are all off. What is, what do they call it? Secretions. Secretions. <laughs> Yo, I didn't know until I saw the episode art on Memory Alpha that this fucking puppet has giant human cartoon eyes on top of his head. He's adorable looking. He is quite cute. He is quite cute. He doesn't look scary at all, which is weird, because it's like, you would think they would make him look really freaky. Yeah, it is weird with this, like, terrifying ambiance we have, that he's not scary at all. (laughs) I'd just like to point out how it's crazy that your uncle made you stay in his haunted mansion this week, so you could get his inheritance. Look, uh, I'll split the inheritance with you if you stay in this haunted mansion with me. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, not haunted mansion. It's just an old. I'm gonna mansion. go make a big old dagwood in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna unhinge my jaw and eat this seven decker sandwich. Good thing I brought this totally cool guard dog. <laughs> Wait, he can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Time to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the doctor is uh, doing a holographic slideshow. Oh my god. Uh, which shouldn't exist in this fucking day and age, right? I like how the hologram pictures, the slideshow pictures, are like the size of the wall. Literally. Yeah, they're massive. They're like, they're like gigantic. Yeah. And Why don't they just put them inside of the picture? Isn't that what a holographic picture should be anyway? Like, the whole room should be the, the, the picture, right? I just want to count numbers while this is happening, to be honest with you. Why? That Four, uh, 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 five, uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. It's funnier if I don't mention it anymore. We'll just let it happen in the background. But uh, this, these scenes are supposed to ingratiate the, us to this uh, to this crew in the same way that a lot of the similar scenes in like TNG and Deep Space Nine do. Yeah, but like with feel, Data, right? Yeah. They feel somewhat hollow. Not to you know, but um, Ching here or anything. Wow, but. <laughs> you but um, Chinged the hell out of that. But uh, <laughs> the, none of these interactions are like endearing in the way that they should be. They, they you kind of get the happen. sense that. Yeah, you kind of get the sense that they don't like the Doctor. Yeah, it's not like, oh, Data's kind of being boring, but we're all putting up with it because we love him. It's like, we have to be here. And, like, why? Just leave. You'll hurt his feelers. (laughs) 
So what? Everything hurts his feelers. He's a fucking sensitive-ass hologram. He is a sensitive boy. And he's I... showing pictures of fucking testi- Klingon testicles. He uses the Vulcan sex organ, which I think should be... A reproductive organ, which I think should be uh, not a liver, but whatever. It looked like a... Like the inside of a nad. It looked like a bull's nad. I wonder what it is, actually. That's a good question. Does Memory Alpha tell you? Does What's the eraser this? head, baby? <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of the big cinematic mysteries. What what was the what was the Vulcan sex organ and what's yeah. the eraser head baby? Well I know actually. the Metallica album load is jizz and blood. I know that. Oh cool. Um <laughs> what else do I know? It's one of the big mysteries of life. Uh, what the fuck happened to Metallica? Money. Yeah. <laughs> But it goes yeah. back to the bridge, and Harry Kim is like, well, you were supposed to do a fake yellow alert so that everyone will leave, can get out of the presentation. It seems illegal. Just leave. But yeah, yeah. he's like, uh, we had to sit through it for two hours, so that why should the rest of the senior staff be spared the same experience? This is like... This is like some kind of fucking like high school-ass prank shit going on. Oh, yeah. On. If somebody falls asleep in the holodeck, you put the shaving cream in their hand and tickle their nose. Yeah, and you draw a Vulcan reproductive organ on their face. <laughs> what in is space? Is this sharpie. a liver? What is this? <laughs> what does this do? How, did, how does that go in the other this? one or come out of the other one? What is this? What is this attached to? Is this where the jizz lives? Is this a jizz house? Do they pee out of this? He does come from the balls. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I heard that in science class. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they get out of their stupid fucking presentation, uh, and Tom Paris and Bellana go to the mess hall, and Neelix is there being a fucking disgusting kitchen rat, like always. He gets to dunk on the doctor, though, and everyone's like, Neelix is okay for this one second, because he hates the doctor, too. <laughs> It's just a whole lot of hur, 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 you had to t- fucking uh, character shit. He fell in a mud puddle and she put her foot in a thing, and it's like you guys are fucking dorks. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this trip sucks. Can we go home? <laughs> I've got bad news for you, home? Ensign Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> when are we done? Uh, can this show be over? I want to be on <laughs> Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> this is a bad show. But um, there's there's some sort of a big energy wave headed towards them, and they're like, deflector shields and evasive maneuvers, and they're like, ah, oh, we didn't try that. It doesn't work. Sorry. It follows them. <laughs> and it hits them, and they're like, oh, no. Uh, what are we going to do? How's that work? Like, it hits them and it doesn't damage them much, but it does shake the ship to fuck, even though the ship has inertial dampeners. Yeah, yeah, like, what's the, like, um, yeah, like, what's the threshold, right? Like, yeah, you would think, That's like, That's a if different something... episode. <laughs> <laughs> a really fucking good episode. The best episode. 10 out of 10, 10 episode, out of 10. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, like, what's the, like, uh, what's, like, when do the inertial dampeners stop working enough for the ship to shake like that, but not have it be destroyed? I don't understand that at all. It was just a way to be like, oh, they're, like, a threat, but not that big of a one. Don't worry, at home. 
Yeah. I also like we make buildings that are like earthquake proof. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like we're they're good. They're probably good up there. We put inertial dampers on our buildings. Yeah, we put those big ass like uh Vulcan reproductive organ balls in them. <laughs> they're so heavy. They are. You should look them up. It's pretty cool. But uh they they're like when we got hit by that wave, there was a signal downloaded and it's like screamo. <laughs> Alexis on Fire album. And they're like, what the fuck is this? And Janeway in this episode is the most careless, uh, she's wild with abandoned captain yeah. anyone yeah. has ever been. Yeah, she's like, I don't get, I'm sick of this fucking shit. I just had to sit through two hours of fucking slides. If I can get an alien on board this ship, maybe it'll kill everyone. <laughs> you know what would be funny? If I brought this thing on the ship and it almost killed our chief engineer, and it would be funny as hell. But they, they, the, she's like, I think it's a, an attempt at communication. I think it's a, um, signal. Distress emerg- call. Yeah, a distress yeah. call. Like, and nobody's like, why? Why do you think she, that? <laughs> yeah, it's instinct, Jeff. It's instinct, you fucking green-blooded hobgoblin. Yeah, Tuvok, Jeff, shut the fuck. <laughs> shut your Vulcan reproductive ass up. Look. I'm going to sit on you, and this fucking Vulcan reproductive organ in me is going to crush you to bits. I bet if, like, I bet if you go to the doctor when you're, like, age 45, and he sticks his finger in their ear, that's when he, (laughs) the the reproductive organ releases all the jizz. It's in the fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's crazy. Vulcan's hearts are where their liver is. And their jizz bucket is where their ear hole should be. (laughs) And their feet are actually their hands. Uh, but they they find a ship at the end of the trail that they follow, and they're like, "There's one non-humanoid life sign aboard." And there is one thing that always has bothered me about Star Trek is that they use the phrase "humanoid." Yeah, that's not a humanoid. Like, I guess it's it's not a uh, it's not a like a ghost like a dust cloud (laughs) corporeal (laughs) you would think there's like a corporeal life form right yeah well there's no like replacement term for that that's still like a sapient being but doesn't conform to like the way all the other aliens conform they should just say being they should just say there's one being on board that's what they do in star wars yeah makes sense star boars more like it well they use the fucking mon calamari ship for this these guys. I was like, hey, the Mon Calamari are here. <laughs> and they're kind of like crabs, right? Like They are. They're like uh, adorable is what they are. Yeah, they're cuter than Mon Calamari. I said it. Oh, God. You just uh, alienated 90% of our audience. Well, they are aliens. Big Mon Calamari fans. <laughs> it's a trap. Don't listen to Ad class. Damn it. Admiral Akbar. We paid you good money to advertise on our show. I died pointlessly in episode eight for no reason. Oh, cool. Thought we weren't going to talk about that in this show, but... (laughs) It's okay, I'm a force ghost. What? I don't know. Just read the comics. It's in there, maybe. (laughs) I bet you it is. Somewhere. (laughs) Somebody Uh, did it. Check out my hentai. I put a candle up my butt. All right, well, I got to Google something real quick. Um, In my gill hole. Uh. Uh? <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, <laughs> Thunder. 
the uh, I think it's important to point out while I still have power that uh, <laughs> the Trek Boy Pride pledge drive is over now, or it will be by the time this episode comes out. Uh, thank you to everybody who took part. We have no fucking clue how much we're gonna have because there's still a few days left. Yeah, we're not done he- in this reality yet. Yeah, in this timeline, we we're not yeah. done yet. But by the time you hear this, time will have passed. Sure. <laughs> you, ha- you have to hate it. You have to. <laughs> um, uh, also, sorry I'm not funny. Anyway. Uh, no, you're, you're doing great. You're doing so good today. I appreciate that, Josh. You uh, make me laugh every day and make white tears come out of my Vulcan reproductive <laughs> hole. <laughs> I'm like... I'm just shocked at this episode that Janeway's like it's a like it's a distress signal. Now that we found it, it needs help. We're gonna beam it to sick bay, and they're like, uh, and she's like, follow my orders. I said what I said. This plot has to ex- to move on. I mean, we spent literally like I I like stopped watching at the part where they went to the. Uh, the what do you call it the cafeteria i was like i don't fucking care i was like i, I don't give a shit that is, you know that is literally like three minutes into the episode because it was paris and he's like oh he's like acting all fucking pissy about the mud picture and yeah. shit and it's like dude so get you, a fucking grip so you fell into some mud dog it's not a they yeah. they act like he fell into like bantha poodoo yeah, they should say, like, that he, they did call it fetid mud, which I, I guess is worse. I like, don't know. He, he fell into a giant trice- alien triceratops yeah. shit pile. Yeah. That's what you can be embarrassed about. Mud yeah, is he, nothing. He biff-tannined his mercury whatever <laughs> into the manure cart. That would have been a much better episode. <laughs> but, uh... They they put the uh, the Cubert alien into a force field, and uh, it's just so, it's a puppet, so it's just laying there. No one's puppeteering it. Is it not breathing? Uh, it ha- it has like the thing inside of it that makes its back like go up and down. Like it's yeah, it has like a balloon inside of it that somebody <laughs> under the table is like. <sighs> <laughs> they had yeah. to edit that out of the whole yeah. conversation. Dude, honestly though, there are so many moments in this episode where they ADR. I don't know who was working the microphone on this episode. Oh like, yeah, but you can tell there's so much that they had to redo. Like, there's a scene where the camera is over Tom Paris's shoulder. Yeah, and his he's facing like sideways, so you can see his mouth. And it there's doesn't matter. Audio yeah. of him talking, and his mouth doesn't move. Yeah, because yeah, they ADR'd it. There's one with the captain. Also, they're swinging the camera around in a circle in this episode, like every shit chance they can get. Oh yeah, they got that new rig. They're gonna they, use it. They're like steady cam. Fucking put it in. Uh, this is a movie now. It's cinematic. But Quiz Blork cinematic universe. God, if only. That's what we're really missing in movies these days is Quiz Blork. Why doesn't Quiz Blork become a member of the crew at the end and they give him a little badge? I could not have dealt with the sound effects that these fuckers make for one more minute no, of this episode. No. The, they, the Lana becomes friends with it, right? Because he's an engineer on his ship. Sure, and, and he's not Lana, a Cardassian, so it's and fine. He's, <laughs> he's not a filthy spoonhead. So, Whoa. Uh, <laughs> So, hey, look, I'm, everyone is racist toward Cardassians I'm on offended. this ship, and I'm into it. 
like we're not anywhere near it, but like I was so fucking taken aback when it turns out that the racist was right in this episode. Yeah, racists were right in this one. She's yeah. like a, all Cardassians are fucking scumbag pieces of shit, and it turns out she's right. <laughs> yeah, and to- Tabor, the kid who's great in this episode, also. Yeah. He's pissed. And we never see him again. No, he is a plot point in this episode. Yeah. He only exists to be a Bajoran who's mad. Yeah, he's he's like, I'm I'm going to my room. Fuck you. Those Bajorans are always mad. We know how they are. Ah, jeez. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she go home and pray to the prophets. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, they don't know how to treat Quiz Blork. He's too advanced for their stupid tricorders and shit. Yeah, they don't know how to talk to him, which, uh, convenient for the episode, huh? Yeah. And they're all, like, standing outside the force field talking, and they've done no, like, tests to figure out if the force field can hold him. They don't know anything. They just put him right in fucking sick bay with no- nothing besides a regular force field between him Why and Why don't them. they put up, like a, like, a fucking stage 10 force field or whatever? Why don't like- you fucking close the door? <laughs> Why don't you invent a door? Just fucking close the door, man. But you know, people can't go through doors, right? Uh, I mean, it seems like the door would have done better than the force field did. Yeah, he'd had to like slither his way under it because he does just leap through the force field like it's not even there, and like immediately yeah. gets all up in Bolana's guts. Not even in the good way. No, in like a really gross way. It's pretty gross. Now, she doesn't. He doesn't even put a candle in her butt. <laughs> it's re- <laughs> it's really fucking funny how awkward the puppet looks on her. It's just laying on her the whole well, time. She, yeah, she's trying to like make it look like it's doing something, but it's like it's very like old Star Trek. I was like, oh hey, look, it's this. Yeah, yeah. it looks like Quiz Blork uh, got wore out when he was when they were fucking, and he just kind of collapsed on. <laughs> Yeah, his Quizblork reproductive organ was engorged. His proboscis got stuck in her. <laughs> my proboscis? <laughs> you want some of my proboscis, baby? That's that's how he would talk when Bellana invents the tra- the <laughs> translator for him. He also smokes oh, a cigar hey. all the time. Yeah, it's a uh, Quizblork. <laughs> Who's in charge around here? Toots. <laughs> A woman captain? I don't know about that. <laughs> In my species, we don't even have them. We're all just asexual reproducers. You want to see my reproductive gland? You want to see my big old proboscis? <laughs> I got the biggest one on my planet. Don't go check. Man, Seven and Nine, now this sexy character? <laughs> Shit. When Seven and Nine walked on screen, like I felt like the fucking cartoon wolf. From, like, uh, yeah. droopy cartoons. Aruga. And it, it wasn't even, like, I was all, I was all like, turned on and sexual. I was just fucking shocked. I was like, Jesus! I mean, their tits are they're so big. Like, it's, like, comically large. It's like, they're so big. <laughs> like, fucking, like, Jessica Rabbit style. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they were like, put this on. I don't Put know. Put this on so you can't know. breathe and you have to get cut out of it to take a pee. Yeah, can you, like, bend over? Because if you can, it's not tight enough. <laughs> Jesus. 
I feel bad for that whole costume. It's good she and just gets to wear like a fucking modern leather jacket now. That's yeah. She just gets to wear clothing now because she's old, quote unquote. Right? No, nobody gets to wear. How come in Picard, no one's wearing jumpsuits with square necklines? That's what they wear in know. the future. Everything's a square neckline. Brandon Braga's not in charge going, Yeah, you want to see my Brabosk? <laughs> he voices Quizblark in the episode. <laughs> and they just they record things he normally says and just have yeah. Quizblark say them. It's not even like he's not he doesn't even know he's doing it. Yeah. Uh but her lungs, heart, and kidneys are all failing because they got proboscises, proboscis in them. Yeah, yeah. And Paris is like, do something. I don't remember if I'm married to her in this season yet or not. <laughs> not yet. But yeah, soon? I don't remember. But uh, Janeway's like, look, if we can we beam him out? Like, even though she just already tried that, she's like, can yeah. we beam him out? And they're like, nah, we'd have to beam all of her organs with it. Yeah, for, again, like, some reason, sure. And they're like, look, we need to consult with more than a database. We need to merge it into an interactive hologram. Yeah, and let's the, I guess get a the, second opinion. I guess the question is, why not just put all of this information into the doctor? They would have saved a lot of ethical debate, right? Like the, the ethical debate in this episode is questionable. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they create a holographic consultant named Doctor Krell Masset. Yeah, what could uh, go wrong with a name like that? <laughs> Krell sounds like a knockoff toothpaste to me. The entire time they were calling him Krell, I was like. <laughs> That's what Cardassians brush their fucking spoon with. <laughs> Unbrown your teeth with Krell. But like when when a Cardassian pops up, Harry is like, uh Yeah. And the doctor's like, what? And he's like, Cardassians are like piece of shit scumbags. Every single fucking one of them deserves to be dead. The doctor's like, well, I'm sort of surprised at your fucking racism, but, you know, he's qualified and respected. Like, he's the number one guy in this, right? And we need yeah. the number one guy. And it, Harry's like, you're right, I guess. Fucking, Fair enough. Fucking spoony <laughs> lover. <laughs> um... But um, Masset and the Doctor get along super well, like, right out the gate. Like, they're just two peas yeah. in a pod. I I thought that was the case because they use some of the Doctor's shit in him, maybe. Could like, be. Like, right? Like, uh, I think I it's love just more part. along the lines that, like, the Doctor cares, like, most of everything he cares about is being a Doctor. And this guy comes across yeah. the same way to begin with. My favorite part is when they're, like, arguing whether it's possible to make this thing. And they're like, Harry can do it. And then he goes to the to the holodeck and he's like, <laughs> Harry's computer! Like, I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> He's like, computer, uh, algorithm two. And he's like, boop, 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 done. Yeah, wow, like that was about, fucking hard. They're talking about how difficult it's going to be. And he does it when, when like... Three sentences. Yeah, the computer fucking does it. First of all, how does do shit? <laughs> but they uh, they're conferring about what to do about Bolana, and we see that seven of nine has taken over engineering, and yeah. there's a Bajoran there who uh, doesn't want to work with her, 
It, he comes across like he does not like her. He doesn't like taking orders from her. It was, like I guess because she's Borg. I, I don't know. Yeah. Does he does have he seen the titties? I don't know. <laughs> Has he seen them? I I was kind of like for comedic purposes watching his eyes during this entire Trying scene to see, yeah. like to see if he took a couple glances but he didn't i'm proud he, of him he he's in the foreground and she's not so i guess like they they do stand next to each other but he never looks at her uh he can't so avoid there's it. no comedy in the scene sadly <laughs> Except the size of those gazongas. He should have. He should have been like, I don't like you and I don't want to follow orders. And then she walks next to him and he goes, Go! Whoa, holy shit! Holy tits! You gotta be fucking with me with those things. <laughs> Assimilate me, mommy. <laughs> but um, they want to take. They're trying to download the alien ship's database, which. Uh, again, doesn't make any sense because it should be in a lang like a literal type of communication, which they would have no manner of discerning. Yeah, like how does it not know what his squeaks are? Like, yeah, they that's don't, the whole fucking point like, of the translator. They don't know her the dude's language, Quizblork. They don't know our hero Quizblork's language. Yeah, uh, they don't know how he secretes his proboscis juice in order to control the ship. But they that should be how that he communicates. It should be through the proboscis juice through jizzing. <laughs> yeah. That's how I communicate. He he says a sentence and then he has to rehydrate with some space Gatorade before he can <laughs> talk again. <laughs> a little tiny bottle of Gatorade, like the seven ounce bottles of Gatorade. <laughs> little ones. And it is just Gatorade. It's, yes, just no. <laughs> Where did no you get no that? Uh, we went back to 1996 once, and I got like a whole crate of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I run low, I go back. It's really fucking with the timeline at this point. There is a super Gatorade shortage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they blow the ship up. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay, the well, we can't decrypt the signal that way. Yeah. But uh, when when Krell, when Crest Massette shows up to the sick bay, <laughs> Tom Paris is like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's also racist, I guess. A little bit. Like, he's the only one who kind of isn't. Where he's like, you know, whatever we need to do to save my yeah. wife, question mark? Probably not yet. Let's just call her that, yeah. <laughs> whatever we gotta do to save the only woman that's ever shown any interest in me. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> and uh, they create a holographic simulation of uh, Massette's laboratory. Oh, good idea. And uh, when Torres wakes up and she sees Massette, she starts screaming, Spooned! Spooned! Yeah, she, yeah it's, cr it's really fucking awful. She's like, let me die. If that, <laughs> if it, my choices are he touches me or I die, let me die. Let me fucking die. I don't want his disgusting spoon juices all over me. <laughs> oh my god. And everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Tom Paris is like, look, he's the only way to save your life, so shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking mouth, wife or not, wife. <laughs> shut up before this becomes a domestic incident. Damn! That's why nobody likes Tom Paris, I'm just saying. He's a... <laughs> Jesus. 
They have a simulation of the alien on the exam table. In oh, the this is my favorite. This is my favorite part. My and favorite the doctor part. and Massette are like humming the same song together. <laughs> yeah, how does... Nah, whatever. How does he know? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But <laughs> they start talking about their accomplishments. Like, how did you solve the, the cure for the, fo- uh, the Fostosa virus? Or the Fostosa yeah. virus. And he's like... The Flots, Flotsam Paradise. The, Flotsam Paradise. The Floss Dance virus of 2020. <laughs> He was like, he killed thousands on Bajor during the Cardassian occupation. And Massette's like... So many Bajoran TikTokers died. (laughs) And Massette's like, he sort of dodges the question, but he makes himself out to be like a real good dude. He's like, oh, our time on Bajor was a horrible misstep. I had a terrible moment in history for Cardassia. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we, uh, I just, uh... It was more of an accident how I solved the virus than anything. You know, I accidentally infected a bunch of Bajorans with the virus. <laughs> he keeps winking. Accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I slipped and the needle went in. Because we use needles because Cardassians like this stuff. Yeah. They like pain. He's like, this is, the scalpel is like fucked up, right? Like, what are you doing with this like archaic ass thing? And he's, This is my favorite thing, yeah. And he's like, well, it's uh, the hands-on approach lets you know more about the patient. The machinery we have gets in the way of it. Yeah, you have I to like put how your hands on the organs and feel them. Yeah, I like how he says, like, I find the simplest instrument to be the best. And it's like, he pulls out a fucking katana scalpel <laughs> that looks like it's like a scythe that you cut crops out of, like yeah. beating device. He pulls out the C from the logo Contra and just starts yeah. fucking carving into this alien. And it's like... You know, like, a straight razor blade is, like, better than whatever yeah, this like is, Yeah, like, a right? small scalpel is, like, way sharper than you can get and this fucking katana. And it's tiny. It's little. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they they cannot figure out a way to um, communicate. They can't figure out what the distress signal is saying. They're 100% it's a distress signal now, even though the thing attacked yeah. one of their crew members and is killing it as they speak. Yeah. Uh, so, in a in another wildly irresponsible move, Janeway decides to use Voyager's deflector array to just fire the distress call out into space in every direction. All 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 broadband subspace band yeah, everywhere. Ev- everyone in there. space, come kill us, yeah. please. Hey, here we are. Check us out. <laughs> they um they start cutting into the fucking uh. Cubert. Oh, the ho- is this the hologram Cubert? Yeah, they're in the hologram Cubert, and they're like, we're yeah. gonna attack its like first neural interface, and it will its brain. It'll like destroy because it has multiple neural interfaces, just like, like Vulcans have multiple reproductive glands. They got two of them. They're called kidneys. <laughs> um, but look it up. If they neurostatic shock these neural transmitters, the thing will lose motor motor function. I assume shit itself, and then remove all of its proboscis. It's gonna put all of its weird serum shit inside of Balana, and she's gonna have to, like, detox from shit. They don't really think about that. That, like, what if it has, like, a, they don't check to see if it has a secondary neurotoxin that kills or yeah, anything. Yeah, what if it, yeah, what if it's, like, that's its evolution was, like, 
in order to survive, um, it, it would like leech off of things, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then if the thing becomes uh, like strong enough or awake enough, it just like like injects a poison into it that kills it, right? Yeah, it can still feed off of its organs during yeah. that time. Like everyone's just like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not gonna do that. But the doctor's <laughs> like, look, if we do this, it'll kill it. And Massette's like, well, it's between it and Lieutenant Torres. So which one do you want? Yeah, Even, I mean, I'm voting for Quizblork because he's pretty cool. He is pretty cool. He does have his own ship. Or, yeah, well, he, did. Yeah, he he also doesn't fucking run his mouth like Torres <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> She's always fucking running her mouth. All right, Tom Paris, calm down. <laughs> I'm watching fucking Honeymooners in here, sweetheart. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Uh, get a fucking hobby from this century. <laughs> I'm gonna go work on my Camaro in the holodeck. But uh, the doctor, the Masset, I keep wanting to call him Gull Masset because I think that was it, like M U C E T was the name of one of the Gulls. Oh, another Masset. In one of the episodes we watched, but yeah. he's just Doctor Masset. Uh, he like his. Hologram starts to go on the fritz, so the doctor deactivates him, and he's like, Kim, I need you to come to sickbay and help me get my best friend back online. Yeah. But when Harry arrives, he has Ensign Tabor... uh, uh, Helping him. A Bajoran with him, and when he sees what the hologram is, he fucking, like, loses it. He's like, that's that's Dr. Crest Advanced Whitening (laughs) Mosset. He's he's like the fucking like uh, Doctor Mengele of this universe. Yeah, he fucking he murdered my grandfather, my brother, and hundreds of other Bajorans. This is yeah. also the scene where Bolana's like, uh, I don't want this guy fucking touching me. I don't want him in yeah. the same room as me. Cardassians are scumbags. I fucking hate them. Yeah, and it does turn out she's right, which is pretty fucked up. Really yeah, weird moral up, this says, episode. I- I fucking told you, pussies. And then she'll fix it. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, this is Dr. Cardi Mangala. We need to do yeah. something about this. Head of the Tuskegee Cardassian experiment. And he, like, tries to fist fight the hologram. And they're like, no, this is like a fucking hologram. Like, he's not the guy you're thinking about. Like, I think you're misremembering history, which is a wild thing to say to a Jewish yeah, man. Th- yeah, the, the dude, the doctor, dude, uh, yes. The doctor in this part is like, is like, are you sure? Like, I, I don't know, man. This doesn't sound like my guy. I don't know. He's always been cool to me. Yeah, this is some, like, fucking Me Too denial shit yeah, is what it is. Like, I don't know, he's cool to me. He was always cool to me. I don't know. Never try to touch my bits. Yeah, dude, yeah, but. Yeah, he's telling Tabor like, "Nah, you're not, you're not right about this." <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, uh, and okay. Massette's like, "No, I didn't do any of that shit," because of course he does, right? And he's like, "Well, yeah," which like makes sense though that he would say that because he's the fucking hologram of the guy. Like, why would, like, why would yeah. the hologram know well, he all talks, the things? He, he talks did. like he doesn't until we get to the scene where he and the doctor of uh, the doctor sort of confronts him at the end. Yeah. And he talks like he does remember. He it. absolutely does. Yeah. yeah. But um, it makes no sense to me. He, uh Chicote's in this episode cuz Tabor goes to talk to him and he's like and the doctor's there as well and again the doctor is like I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's, he hummed that song with me? How could he be a genocider? He's like, this guy uh, 
exposed my grandpa's organs to nadion radiation. It took him six days to die. He blinded yeah. some uh, Bajorans to see how they'd adapt to living. He used polytronic acid to see how long it would take people's skin to heal. He and the doctor's like, "Well, he fucking cured the 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 fox die virus." he's like, "Masset found the cure." And Tabor's like, "Yeah, but he infected hundreds of Bajorans with the virus yeah, so he could experiment he, on them." Yeah, he Tuskegee them. He's fucking Tuskegee experiments, right? Like, yeah, and, and fucking Mangala. Any any terrible ass. Yeah, fucking he's human fucking. Thing. He's like a horrific yeah. monster. And Chakotay's yeah. like, "In my time in the Maquis, some of the Bajorans talk spoke about an infamous Cardassian doctor." And Tabor's like, uh, you need to destroy this hologram and all traces of Moset's research. It has to be yeah. fucking obliterated. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this guy making good points. The doctor still best friends with the guys, so. Yeah, doctor uh, not believing the Holocaust survivors. No, we have, so. we have a Holocaust denier doctor in this episode. Yeah, he you know, he, he goes back to his quarters and he's like, you know, maybe some races are better than others. Oh my god! And we're like, oh god, now we're got to sit through some kind of fucking slideshow about this. Sh- shut him off! Shut him off! <laughs> Reset. And uh, speaking of shutting off, uh, I'm gonna shut off this recording device so we can go to some commercials. We'll be right back after this commercial break. After these messages, we'll be right back. We're back to the adventures of Quizblork, outer space hero. <laughs> you think he's from Omegas 2? Is he an Omegas 2 wizard? Oh, he's like a fucked up wizard of some kind? Yeah, that's my headcanon. But uh, they go, Masset is like getting ready to treat uh, Bolana, and she's like, I won't let that pig operate on me. Shit, man. And Tom Paris is like, look, if you're gonna, if you don't let him operate on you, you're gonna die. And she's like, then let me die! Yeah, she's like, well, f- I don't want his disgusting carty fingers on me. I don't want to get his freaky spoon diseases. <laughs> And everybody in the room is like, whoa. <laughs> Even the doctor, who's recently co- become a raving like Holocaust denier, is like, <laughs> holy shit. You can't be mean to the Cardassians. You could say Bajorans deserved it, but yeah. you can't be mean to the Cardassians. Yeah, you can't be mean to my friend. They're um, trying. They're studying some databases to figure out whether Tabor's accusations are real or not, whether we're dealing with Cardi Mangala. Yeah, I don't know, like, how they wouldn't know this. Like, I'm sure the Federation would have known about this, considering, like, they're on Bajor now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, apparently they didn't bother. They're they like, just whatever happened before is from before. 
<laughs> okay. And it's like the evidence is so unbelievably obvious and damning. They're like, yeah, Massette purchased uh, a bunch of biological agents, in, including every strain of the Fostosa yeah. virus, and then hundreds of people got it four days later, and no one ever had it in that area before. Yeah, fucking, he's fucking wuhan it. <laughs> He fucking, like, uh, this guy purchased a million bullets, and then a million people died in the area. Well, we don't know if those were the bullets. It could have been different bullets. We don't yeah, know. We don't know. But the doctor's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? Error. And he goes back to the holodeck, uh, and uh, he's like, look, uh, Bellana doesn't want any treatment from you. And Tabor's accusations got some, like, evidence behind it. Yeah. And uh, Massette's like, you know, you have to use whatever resources you have available for research in order to f- push forward medicine. You know the price of uh, medical, like, movement forward throughout history. Yeah, he brings up Earth and how we test, like, apes and dogs and shit and rats. Uh, of course, being a show written by humans, it cleverly misses the fact that this is based on shit that happened on Earth already. Yeah, I thought they were going to go with, this has happened in your history yeah. also, like, right? Like, some of the modern medicine that you use is based on shit that fucking, like, yeah. Joseph Mengele came up with. But, yeah. Like, the, the Tuskegee experiments, like... If, if he is from the computer, the computer definitely would know about that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. So bringing up like the the lower animal thing, I was sort of like, mm, yeah, it's okay, a, it's a weak I ass guess. argument, really. Yeah, but it's, he's like, it's like, we're gonna obviously have obviously different. He's like, we're gonna have to delete you, and Massette's like, you need me. If we don't work together, then Torres is gonna die, and the doctor yeah. is like, sort of stunned into silence because he doesn't know if he can do it himself. Which yeah. this felt like a really great opportunity to do, like, the doctor overcomes his fear that he can't do it himself. That's what I thought, again, was going to happen. But it, it does kinda, not. <laughs> he kind of does that anyway. There's, right? Yeah, he kind of does it anyway, but there's no focus on it in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, nobody, nobody ever says, like, hey, you're, you're the chief medical officer, Doc. Like, you don't need help with this stuff. Like, follow your instincts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they have a they have a um, senior staff meeting, and they're pretty much split down the middle, which I think is the way you should probably go when it comes to a moral dilemma. But this scene lasts yeah. literally like a minute and a half. Yeah, it gets pretty heated, which is like interesting. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Tom Paris calls Chakotay like a maquis son of a bitch or something. Yeah, he's like you sound. Uh, like you sound like the perfect Maquis soldier, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. when did you, when did you start caring about what Starfleet wants? Yeah, he's like it's about what's doing right. Yeah, uh, using Moset's ideas would validate his mess. His methods, yeah. The lightning got him. <laughs> it made me sleepy. <laughs> it's too relaxing. But uh, it is raining very nicely right now. Oh yeah, but. I love um, that. The the captain, Janeway, is like, look, all I really care about is Bolana's well-being, so I, I'm going to authorize you to work with Krelmaset. Yeah. And any I, consequences of that decision will be her responsibility. Yeah. 
Janeways. Yeah, I, I, I get this because, like, again, like, they need a chief engineer, right? Like, they yes. can't they can't just go get another one, so, no. sure. You know. they, they only pick up one stray alien during this whole trip. Yeah, they're I not ready two. for... <laughs> the show's not ready for Quizblork to join. <laughs> the world wasn't ready for Quizblork back no. then. We've grown no. enough now, I think. <laughs> but They uh, didn't have the Vulcan reproductive glands to put him in his own show. <laughs> uh, Tuvok, I thought, was which was cool, he starts hearing a noise that no one else can hear. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. Because he has Vulcan hearing, but like sooner... Uh, like soon it starts to get so loud that everyone has to like yell to hear each other. Yeah. And uh there's a ship showing up and it's the same type that they obliterated earlier with their own stupidity. It's the Mon Calamari cruiser. And uh they again the universal translator is worthless. They uh open a channel and try and explain but they don't understand so they just fucking sh- yell at each other. Yeah. yeah. This is where the operation is happening. (laughs) Uh, Operation cutting out my neural center. Is it water on the knee? Operation. A whole bucket, see? Operation Quizblork on the brain? I'm the Mangala for you. (laughs) Oh, no. But, yeah, they're going to use... they're going to stimulate the primary neural cortex and make it release its bowels and all of its pincers. Yeah. And they cut it open, and it's screaming. Because, again, it's alive. They don't anesthetize it or anything, because they don't know what that'll do. And Except for later when they know... Uh, or whatever. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> they, <laughs> they use the probe's pulse frequency at, like, super high level. And the alien is like, Ah, oh, my fucking synapses! Blah! Yeah. And he's like, you're killing it. And he's like, don't lose your nerve now, you little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and he finally like yeah. pushes him out of the way and takes the pulse uh, frequency thing, the probe uh, pulse. And he's like, look, if we just do the same thing to the secondary neural cortex, we can do the same thing without killing the alien. Yeah, and make it lower. Like, and my so, and yeah. fucking Massetta's like, it's not very efficient. That's yeah. where we're at? Like, I thought this was, like, an ideological problem. Like, you had to use his methods. To, but if you just do it to the other one, it's fine? You yeah, like how does like, how does he figure this out? Like, yeah. How, yeah, how, like, what... I don't understand, like, this is supposed to be some kind of, like, filling a balloon with too much air or whatever, this is, but, like, like... This is fully, like... Uh, I mean, I've bitched about it on Redesigned by Committee, our other other, other show from our other show. Yeah, <laughs> but like it reminds me very much of the fucking dark saber problem in yeah. Mandalorian, where it's made out to be this fucking giant problem where like morality yeah. has come in. Like, how is she gonna like take it physically? But then it's like, ah, you can just do it this other way. Yeah, Harry Potter rules. Because <laughs> like it's the whole point was supposed to be you had to use his methods to save Torres. Yeah. But it turns out that he just figured out how not to in, like, one second. As soon as he looked at it. He was like, oh, you just do this instead. Yeah, why didn't... <sighs> you could have had the same show and been like, well, I used his his help to figure out where the neural node was. And, and 
but that still is like against the wishes of Bellana because it's still his research. Yeah, like, like, I he know still how to had solve to use, it. He still yeah. had to use his research because in the yeah. end he just goes a different direction altogether. Yeah, I you know the the only thing that like is good about this, I guess, is that it doesn't kill Quizblark. But who is the greatest character in Star Trek history? It's Captain Quizblark. Like when he gets ta- when he name. gets like removed from Bolana, he puts he little like tentacle thing picks up a cigar and puts it in the end of his proboscis. Yeah, and he goes ha cha cha. That's, That's a, a spicy, spicy meatball. meatball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We should be writing this show. I think. I mean, it would be better than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Quizblark's peoples, I guess uh, Quizblort is on the other ship. Yeah, he Quizblart Malkop. <laughs> Quizblart Malkop. He he hits him with a tractor beam, and Janeway's like, disable it. Uh, it doesn't work, and they're like, all right. And Tuvok literally says, "We have weapons." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Remember how we have like torpedoes?" And Janeway's like, no, my instincts tell me this isn't an attack. Well, your instincts sure have been good up until now, haven't they? Yeah, everything sucks today. Today's one bad, weird day. The <laughs> One weird day. <laughs> the alien withdraws its uh, tendrils. Torres' organs are saved. But yeah. the alien is dying. Yeah, this is like another thing where And then like, they, they okay. just use a drug, and it's fine. Yeah, he's like, put that stuff that we put in everybody. Put it in this thing. And it works fine. And it totally works, yeah. And they're like, beam the alien back to its ship. And they do, and the ship leaves. Yeah, and that was that was it. And they like uh, send a little message of a bunch of screeches back. And Janeway says, uh, you're welcome. I thought that was hilarious. What if they were like, don't you ever fucking come near yeah, They sent a message again. back and was like, fuck you, you stupid fucking eight biped yeah. bastards. You stupid five-fingered fucks. Leave our hero Quizblark alone. <laughs> Quizblark is our god and president. Uh, but... Torres goes back to her quarters. She uses a fucking Klingon incense. Stink stick. Burning her stink sticks all up in there. <laughs> and uh, the doctor's like, well, what do we do with Massette? Janeway's like, I'll leave that decision to you, but whatever decision you make, make it quickly so I can be done with this fucking horse shit. Yeah, it sucks, man. This whole episode, I mean, this situation sucks. Why am I even in this dumb episode? This could have been Chakotay's job. That's true. <laughs> Janeway goes to see Bellana and she's like, how you doing? And she's like, I'm alive. Mm, here and we go. Janeway's like, look, you, underst- you understand that losing you was absolutely unac- unacceptable. So I had yeah. to let Massette treat you. Yeah. And Bellana's like, whatever, whatever, fuckhole. Dude. With respect, Captain Fuckhole. <laughs> but she's like, uh, you need to put this behind you. And Bellana's like, is that an order? And Janeway's like, yes. Yeah, and then she fucking throws hot shade down on yeah. Bellana. Like, this is some fucking catty shit going on in here, man. She's like, I'm the captain, and I made my decision, and you have to live with it. I did what was best. And then she leaves, and Bellana's like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the, fu- 
before she leaves, though, she says, she, like, points to the fucking incense, and it's like, looks like there's still some demons in it. It's like fucking cold-blooded yeah. shit, man. It is some cold-ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> you make me so mad. <laughs> she throws her fucking PlayStation controller. <laughs> She runs around the room with the Wii controller and then shoves it up her butt. Shoves up her butt like a candle. <laughs> the old 62. But uh, Massette's in the holodeck. He's like, hey, Dr. Best Friend. We did it. Let's pop bottles in here. And Doctor's like, look, you fucking piece of shit. Fascist, Cardassian, fucking spoon-headed fucking bitch. Holy fuck. Chromosets like whoa whoa whoa! I thought whoa. we were I thought we were Mangala's together. What happened? <laughs> I thought we were gonna be Team Mangala. Yeah, but he's like, look, you, uh, my techniques appalled you, and you couldn't use them. You were against them, but you did use them to save Balana. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna need me again. You run into dangerous life forms, non-humanoid, every single day. If you deleted me, you're denying the crew a vital medical resource. And <laughs> you would be violating the first oath you ever took. Do no harm. Yeah, which is not a Cardassian thing. No, apparently right? not. Like, the no, doctor's like, it. yo, no one, no Cardassian should be saying do no harm. Yeah. He doesn't Hippocrates say that. was no spoonhead. That's what he said. Oh, my God. Jesus. But he's like, you know, those words shouldn't be coming out of your mouth. And after yeah. everything you've done, yeah. he's like, whether I, Masset's like, whether you delete me or not, the damage is done. You've already used my research. True. And the doctor kind of like stares at the ground for a second. And then he says, computer, delete program. And then Masset goes, no! And he fucking, he's in like a tri, like a, a diamond <laughs> that flows into the background. Into the, he's in the phantom No! Zone. No! And then so the doctor leaves the holiday. The <laughs> oh, that's the that's the end of the episode, boys and girls. We we did it. That's it. We made it. The storm did not cut my power off during the episode's walkthrough. Anyway. Yeah, we got time yet. Still, we still have to do our patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality, and then everyone will turn the show off while I talk about all the ways you can help keep the show on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh God, sadly funny because it's true. But yeah, we'll we're, take... we're so poor. <laughs> oh my God, man, I have ramen noodles so fucking much. Anyway, oh, I love ramen though. I actually you know, like ramen a lot. I'm not so gonna lie. bad for you, but whatever. And like when people are like, "Oh, you have ramen? What do you put in it?" I put uh, the Water. fucking packet flavor in it, and then I eat it because I don't have anything else. Yeah, sometimes I put in. <laughs> my new favorite thing. <laughs> this, this is my new favorite bit. When I get too angry. <laughs> Jeff's anger. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> I'm like spitting and crying. Oh my god. Uh, we'll, we will be right back after these closing messages. After these messages we'll be right back. Ah, traveler. 
Welcome to the promenade. Humble Quark at your service. Behold, Star Trek Deep Space Nine action figures. Commander Benjamin Sisko, he helps me run the station. And Security Chief Odo, very strict and sneaky for someone so honest. Here's Lieutenant Dax, and Chief O'Brien, and Major Kira Nerese. I happen to know she's crazy about me. Wonderful, aren't they? Especially this one. So handsome. Pains me to part with it, but if you pay me now, ah, security. What a pleasant surprise. Welcome back to the soothing sounds of rain hitting my window as we're going wish I wish I could hear that instead of the earth-shattering thunder that we had earlier. <laughs> fucking Thor having a fucking orgasm out yeah, there. Thunder here is nuts because like I'm we're not in the mountains. So yeah. like thunder just continues forever into the distance. Yeah, that's how it is like where I live and I live in like a like a street where there's like buildings like kind of like tall buildings on each side, right? Mm-hmm. So like it rumbles through the buildings and you hear it shaking every <laughs> Oh my god. You know? Dude, it's it gets nuts, man. <laughs> it's like a train is going through here. A uh, sex train. <laughs> sex train. Yeah. Ow. Anyway, Josh, we're here at the end of the episode. We've wheeled out the giant, cartoonish, fucking Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. We wheeled it out in the break, I'm assuming. Which I assume is, like, the little, like, uh, wheel of... Not wheel of fortune. What's the one Price is right? Price is right, like, with the little uh, alpine guy that goes up the... Yeah, that one, yeah. That's how our board works. Yeah. <laughs> it, everyone good. over 35 got that. <laughs> yeah, we we got it because they were selling that, the old one that they used. It's from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> we just put a catfish head on it. <laughs> and we took off all the like pro-Nazi paraphernalia that he was wearing. Oh my god. <laughs> look, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Look up Bob Barker conspiracy. That's all I'm Look saying. Bob Barker conspiracy. How is he still alive? He's 180. I don't understand. He's never gonna die. Uh, uh yeah. What do I give this fucking? Yeah, shit? At, a, at a ten. We, as as you know, and our audience knows, the scale goes from one, which is a a Cochran, mm-hmm. from a from a great movie called First Contact. Yeah. To ten out of ten, which is a catfish from uh, one of the worst episodes of Star Trek ever made. Threshold. Yeah, makes sense. Don't think of it too much. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I want to give this like a six, like a six point five, maybe. Only because like it wasn't the worst episode of Voyager. No, I mean I've ever seen. Voyager has a curve grading, right? Yeah. Where, like, it's gonna get a little higher of a score than something like a TNG or a Deep Space Nine, because the yeah. show itself is pretty, like, medium level. Yeah, and this, like, this isn't horrible, but there are there are a lot of things in this where I was like, wait a minute, like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I would give it a 6.5. It's, it's kind of... It's kind of a cool, like, idea. It, again, like, most things in Voyager, though, it doesn't stick the landing too well. Yeah, they don't. They don't talk about Mangala. They don't talk about the Tuskegee experiments. They don't talk about any of that. Yeah, they don't so. talk about like the history of humans doing shit like yeah. this. They really skirt yeah. around that hard, which yeah. I think would have made the episode way better. Oh yeah, it would have been a solid seven. 
Because that's sort of the what I was talking about when I said the moral conflict in this episode is kind of shaky because like yeah. they're saying you know you can't use research from horrible sources but like we as humans do that all the fucking time we absolutely it's like there's a there's like a hypocritical nature to this yeah well we didn't yeah exactly like once we got like uh enlightened in the 24th century or whatever we didn't like start over right we weren't like oh science start reset science you know yeah it's impossible to go back and unlearn something like once once the cat's out of the bag it's out of the bag unfortunately and, like, yeah. where even if you delete this guy's research from the computer, which they do at the end of the episode, the doctor knows how to do this procedure now. Yeah, it lives on. And if, it, like, yeah. somebody else has, like, if Quizblark comes back for revenge and which somebody else gets his proboscis up their ass, like, is he just <laughs> not going to do this procedure? Yeah, is he going to say, well, I learned that at Nazi camp, so I can't do that. Yeah. So like, it's yeah. it's a much more... Uh, harsh, nuanced debate than it's played out in this episode, which feels a little black and white, really, when you get down to it at the end of the day. Yeah, they make it a black and white thing, and they also, like, the big problem is that that they're using the fucking hologram, right? Yes. That, to me, is, like, the the, really the big issue. The research stuff sort of, like, is only heightened by the fact that it is his likeness doing it, right? If it if he wasn't there, if 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 Crest Whitening wasn't there, like whatever, he, the doctor could have been like, yeah, I looked it up, fucking somewhere, <laughs> right? Like, right? Like he could have just been like, yeah, I saw it in a book. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like let's not talk about where it came from. Yeah, let's, don't worry about it. Like the question becomes, can you use this research if it's necessary to save a life? And as a doctor, that is your first, second, and last yeah. responsibility is to save a life. I mean, every other doctor in Star Trek history has given speeches about this. Yeah, and like it turns out okay because he saves both of their lives. But like, I was always waiting for like the other shoe to drop where they were like, why don't we try to figure out what this fucking thing needs? Why is it sucking on her shit? You know and what I mean? They sort of hand wave that away as if they already figured it out. Yeah, but like, give it a different r- thing to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, remember when uh, Scotty says, like, sour the milk? Like, give it another yeah. thing to suck on. Like, absolutely. I mean, like, it, this episode sort of reminds me in a very roundabout way of um, Devil in the Dark. Yeah. Where it's a species that they cannot communicate with that uh, they find sort of a common ground with and understanding, but that doesn't, like, that is so hand-waved in this episode. Like It's weird. It's weird because there should be more focus on the back and forth between the Doctor learning what this guy did and him sort of standing up for himself and the, the debate happening there. Yeah. Because that's sort of the focus of the episode, but it's so unfocused as, a, as like, written on the page. Yeah, that's Voyagers. Like, I, that's like a theme in Voyagers. There's, they're doing too much. Like, yeah, they they don't know which direction to go. There's like oh, many directions they could have gone in. Like, wouldn't it have been awesome if like it turns out using the research from Crest Whitening strips that <laughs> it turns out that Bajorans have the like like the adrenaline or whatever the secretions that this thing likes, and what if they ask Tabor to like become like a surrogate to it while they figure out how to get it off of uh, of people like 
Yeah, like I mean, Tabor gets... could live longer, right? True. Like it's it's killing it's killing Balana, but Tabor has the fucking like secretions in in their and body. It becomes like, like Tabor's if Tabor refuses to allow crest whitening strips to do his job. <laughs> yeah. Then he's dooming Balana to death. Yes. And it becomes his moral quandary. Yes, and it's it's dooming the alien too cuz like is, the alien is very dying. similar to the one with um the Romulan who's dying and Worf is the only one who yes. can save him. Yes. Like you could do like a flip side to that where like yeah. he actually does in the end or whatever, but Honestly, like the whole episode, because the devil in the dark comparison I was making in my head, I was like, why won't you just send Tuvok down there to mind meld with it? Yeah, like figure out what it's doing. Like, like if you can, if you mind meld with this creature, even if it's speaking a different language, you'll understand its feelings, its emotions, where it's coming yeah. from. They just sort of assume this entire episode. Yeah, it, I the don't entire understand. episode is based on nothing but assumptions. Why weren't they trying to, like, figure out, like, the language? Like, they're just like, well, can't do it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, there's this is why maybe having a xenolinguist on board would have been important, but I'm sure yeah. they would have just died in the first episode anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. I give this episode a six, by the way. I'm pretty that's, close. That's fair. That's totally uh, fair. I'm... There's sort of a problem when I grade things, and I'm sure people have noticed it by now, where I'll give something a lower grade if it really fails to capture the idea that it set out to do. Like, if it has yeah. a really great setup for an idea and then fails to capitalize on it, that really chaps my ass cheeks. Yeah, it's like sticking a rough candle in your butthole. <laughs> Well, like no, it's sandpaper. not good. It's bad. I'm saying it's no, bad. No, like a sand... Oh, oh, you... Oh, never mind. It's like sticking a too lubed up candle in your bottle? It just falls in there, man, and it's on fire? Not good. <laughs> really? We're really burning this candle on both ends this episode. Ah, man. no! <laughs> That's my acting, by the way. That's my, ah, put that in my acting reel. No! Uh, yeah, I'll give this episode a six for all the reasons I listed. Like, um, I feel like the gravitas of the situation is lost because the focus isn't there. It's um, all over the place. It's an hour yeah. long episode as well. We're like 45, 50 minutes. Like it's, it has the length and width necessary to do something like one par. Is, yeah. With, like, TNG. or The B-plot's B terrible. It's, yes. What are they doing? They're looking for the ship. Uh, okay, uh, what else are you doing? Just why have is... the ship show up eventually. Like, all yeah. of that is completely unnecessary. Why is Seven of Nine, like, or or Tuvok, like you said, why aren't they, like, working on the fucking language? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's it seems like the best answer is to send Tuvok down there, have him mind meld with the creature to find out exactly what it wants, where it's come from, how to help it. Yeah, and I think there's a deleted I mean, scene like where the, the Janeway. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say there's a deleted scene where Janeway goes into the cafeteria and uh, Tuvok's eating like like he's got a plateful like seventy five Twinkies, <laughs> and he's just like going fucking hog on these Twinkies, and then. Janeway's like, Tuvok, I need you to go mind meld with Klizblork. And he's like, I'm busy. <laughs> and he like what? refuses. He refuses to go down to do the uh, mind meld. Tuvok loves a Twinkie. It's true. 
He's going nuts on these Twinkies. You know they stopped making these. <laughs> these are from 1996. They're they still never good. Go bad. <laughs> like, because I mean, the Horda doesn't speak a language, and yeah, like Spock was capable of mind melding with it and understanding its motives perfectly. So it yeah, seems like, like Tuvok should be able to do the same. Like Spock Vulcans, isn't like the world's greatest mind melder or something. Yeah, Vulcans can understand animal emotions. Like they yeah. do that all the time. Like uh, he does it with the whale, and he does it with you know. I know whales are like super fucking smart, but like yeah, they don't have a language we understand either. Yeah, we can't speak to them. Yeah, but like. I don't know. That seemed like the easiest response. And I mean, I guess that might be just like, we didn't want to do that in the story. And that's fair. But sure. uh, write the story better. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be too good of a captain and solve this too easily. When so I when not, I listen to Story have. Lords, I'm like, write the story better. You know? <laughs> when I'm writing my story for Story Lords, I'm like, why are you writing a bad story? <laughs> Just write it good, dumb dumb. Idiot. What are you doing? Write a fucking better story. Uh, that's what I tell myself when I'm writing the last few episodes of the show. I'm like, why did I do yeah. this? Why did I get jealous of Rich's se- like season and try to make mine a season? Why am I dumb? Yeah, I should have <sighs> just been like, fuck you guys. I'm just writing dumb shit. <laughs> I feel like my stories were much more successful when they weren't connected together. So we'll try some of that next year. <laughs> next year. Next season, I mean. <laughs> Try some of that in ten years. We'll come yeah. back to it in a couple decades. See how it works out. <laughs> see how it works out after I get fired again. At this rate, I'm going to be the one to get fired. It's what? fine. They're going to be like, no. Rich is going to be like, Jeff, this is your eighth bad story in a row. I think we're going to have to get cut fired because you don't enable Rich and I's Lego addiction. That's true. One of these days, I'm going to be like, guys, you should probably not buy this. And you're going to be like, you know what? You should probably not be on the show anymore. You know what? Let's. Call- I'm calling a meeting right now. Everyone get in the Skype. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. Sorry, can't make it. He's eating just cuts to Jeff eating 75 blankets. <laughs> I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll be on in a minute. Uh, you know what? I'd like to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen anywhere better music is sold and at vitizen.card.co with two R's. You know what? If you need any information about M-Class, you can just head to mclasspodcast.com, baby. We own it. We own that shit. Mclasspodcast.com has all the information you could ever need about the show, including an up-to-date question mark list about every episode that we've covered on the show. So check it out. Uh, You want to support the show? You want to make up for the fact that we've probably lost about $800 in pledges at the beginning of the month? (laughs) Head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. We're for as little as a dollar. good ramen. (laughs) Yeah, we could buy ramen that has vegetables in it then. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. My body is like, vegetables, please! (laughs) I need vitamins and minerals! (laughs) Uh, So head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers of every episode art that I create, and access to a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys to Trek with. 
for Look, a little I'm bit more suck money. Your dick. I'm gonna cut you off and suck your dick right now. All right. Oh, this man. Uh, uh. This man <laughs> makes a fucking art for the every episode, and they're incredible every time. Thank you so much. You're a sweet, sweet boy. The last one, I was like, I, I would put that up. I would hang that up. In a museum. In a fucking mu- It belongs in a museum! So does Jeff's art. <laughs> That's what Indiana Jones said. Thank you, Josh. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Continue with your spiel. Sure. For a little bit more money, $5 and up, you get access to other podcasts that we do, like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit. For a little bit more money, you get Jeff and Josh Talk Over Movies, our uh, commentary tracks for great movies like Beastmaster 2... And actual great movies like... Like Beastmaster 2. Rumble yeah. in the Bronx. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. But Beastmaster 2 is pretty great. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, we're going to be doing yeah. one on RoboCop next. It won the vote. Oh, we're watching RoboCop. Shit. I do love RoboCop. I love Hopefully RoboCop so much. I love RoboCop so much that they showed. There was this dude on Twitter who was doing uh, boring <laughs> screenshots from movies, and you had to guess what movie yeah. it was from. Yeah. And I was the only one who got it was from RoboCop. It was you a car know. leaving a uh, garage. That's amazing. <laughs> That's how much I love that movie. Uh, Damn. The tr- the truth of the matter between me and you, Josh, and no one else, because no one listens to this. Yeah, because we're not at we're this not. point. They've already stopped you. Yeah. Is that I always say RoboCop is my favorite movie because it's just way easier than going through the whole rigmarole. The fact that like I love too many movies to have a favorite. <laughs> No, it's good to have like a uh, go-to f- movie yeah. for that question because people who like movies or any art really like they don't just have one. Fa- that's stupid, no. right? Because like, like I I love Blade Runner just as much as I love RoboCop. Yeah. I, yeah, I love a ton of movies just as much as I love RoboCop. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, anything. Like uh, it's impossible Boss for baby. me to choose. The, the Boss Baby 2, Back yeah, in Business. Back in Business. Which might be the title of that movie. I don't remember. It's so <laughs> never good, seen I can't it. remember. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have one of those for everything when people ask me, by the way. Like, what's your favorite book? Yeah. Frankenstein. The Bible. Oh. <laughs> oh. You want to expand upon that? <laughs> I've never read it. I don't know. <laughs> I hear it's I hear it's the greatest story ever told, but better yeah. than Frankenstein? I don't know. I don't no know plot hole. Well, Frankenstein's a good one. Yes. Uh, I I wouldn't even know what to say for that. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like the the Big Sleep by Raymond Chandler. Yeah, is Big Sleep one. is uh, people love that one. Maybe I pick like a Neil Stevenson book that I've read, and then people be like, "Oh, Neil Stevenson." Oh, so smart. Know? Yeah. People uh, like that shit. My right? favorite book is The Dictionary. Check it out. <laughs> It's got every. It's got everything you could ever want to read in it. Do you know that gullible is not in the dictionary? Well, wait a minute. I gotta wait go check. check. <laughs> I don't know the yeah, dictionary, so I don't think I do either. I got internet. It's called Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, become a patron and help us keep the show on. Uh, I am so fucking poor right now. It's. Woo! We're on a bullet train towards me having to get a nine to five if work doesn't pick up. So think you about that. You should work on a bullet train. <laughs> I've, I've I've seen too many movies about kung fu people killing people on bullet Zoe, trains. Zoe, uh, sorry, Zazie Beats is on the bullet train. All right, well I'll work there. I'll work there. Yeah, <laughs> Her I would work. She keeps calling Brad Pitt a bitch constantly. <laughs> yeah, she only is in the movie for like one scene. 
But Which is in the movie weird, longer man. than the guy who gets killed the instant he steps on the train. <laughs> oh, which guy is that? Oh, the the uh, the Mexican cartel guy. Yeah, right? he gets killed that? instantly, and he he fucking weekend at Barney's for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Dude, that movie is like if you look super cool, you die fast. That's like, true. If you look like hot shit, what you're is, gonna die. Is that movie called Bullet Train? Yeah, yeah, it is. Let's find out. It's all right. It's it's fun. It's it's a, it's a movie. fun movie. It's dumb as fuck. Yeah, but yeah. it is a fun movie. The part at the end where they're like on the train and you're like, yeah, this is like not a thing. No, this is not <laughs> like, how this works. Th- this guy would be going. Like, this is like it's going as fast as like a jet taking off. Like, there's no way. I'd, I'm I'm a big fan of Aaron Taylor Johnson falling off the train, but then grabbing yeah. onto it and getting back on. <laughs> yeah, he's the strongest man alive, apparently. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Craven the Hunter's own Aaron Taylor Johnson. Xena Warrior Princess's own Craven the Hunter. <laughs> what, what could people do if they want to support us but they're cheap, Josh? If you're cheap and you don't want to support us and like hate giving us money for the hard work we do, which <laughs> I get. Uh, you Let's can go nag to them. I, Let's nag them out of their money. I'll do anything. I will suck their dick or nag them. I don't care. You go to iTunes.com and you can rate and review the show and you can say whatever you want. You can complain about what I just said. You could love what I... Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever leave a review. you want, baby. Yeah. It helps us out. Leave some numbers. Whatever. Oh, leave, leave some words. We did get a new uh, rating. Five stars. Let's read it. On the 17 from uh, Miguel... Uh, Miguelion. Miguelion. Miguelon? Magellan? M-I-G-E-U-L... O-N, like Miguel on. Miguelin, yeah. Uh, this podcast is the light of my life. Wow! Is the title. Uh, and underneath it, see above. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta do! That's all you gotta do, baby! We love it! We love you, Miguelin. You're the light of my life. Yeah, Miguelin. Why do I have so much trouble with that? <laughs> it's, it's not a one you see too often. I no, don't. Miguelin. Thank you so much for that review. You fucking rule. Thank you to all of our patrons. You're the real heroes. The the military isn't as brave as you are. Thank you for yeah, what you do. Thank you for your service. And uh, you know what? We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of M Class Podcast. Bye. Quiz Blork out.
I'm mentally ill. Trip with your boy.